0: It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the sports fan, presented by JK Contracting. Ready! Break. Now, from the WATH studios, here's Cedric Granger.
1: Good evening and welcome to the Sports Fan on 970 WATH and now newly 97.3 FM. My name is Cedric Granger. I'm your host today for the sports fan as we'll have an excellent show for you. And you know why it's excellent? It's because I'm not alone here in the A.W.A.T.H. studios as I got Trevor Stevens, sports information director at Athens High School, worked with me for the Southern Ohio Copperheads as well, had a great time last summer. And now he gets to come in and talk a little bit about everything. Here's Trevor Stevens. How you doing? Yeah, thanks for having me in. Wonderful, Trevor. And um, I heard recently that you ended up getting some big news about where you will be working coming up this May. Where are you going to be working?
2: Yeah, so this summer, I'm heading back to Nebraska, where I'm originally from, and I'm going to be working with the Southern Ohio Copperheads. Not, not Southern Ohio <laughs> Copperheads, the, the Lincoln Salt Dogs. It's uh, the AAA team out of Lincoln, Nebraska. I also heard you, you have some news about your internship this summer.
1: Yeah, I'll be working for the Battle Creek Battlejacks. I'll be their broadcaster uh, for all their action going on in the Northwoods League. So it's going to be exciting. I'll definitely miss the station for a couple of months, but I'll be happy to be back by the time Athens football gets rolling around again. Kind of crazy to even think about football season when we're just about to get started with baseball season. But for certain high schools around Athens County, they're still in the midst of basketball season. And we're referring to those Federal hawking lanterns. The Lancers took down Portsmouth Notre Dame 64-58 at the Convocation Center yesterday. Uh, make sure to check our Twitter where you get to hear Carl's electric call about Federal Hawking being able to reach the mountaintop as they ended up pulling off that win especially due to their free throw shooting down the stretch. They were especially clutched there, and that's why they were able to make it to the next round. Now they find themselves just a game away from potentially playing in Dayton, which would be super exciting for this FedHawk team as they're going for a state title. And Trevor, you got to see that game live. Uh, Talk to me about your experience. So I was at the Convo for that game.
2: First, what a turnout by Federal Hawking fans. That was surprising to see the whole county come out and support. So if you weren't there, if you were, or if you weren't there on last night, then get there next Tuesday. They play Tuesday night, 8 o'clock, the late game. If you're a Federal Hawking alum or if you're a person that goes to any Athens County school or the local area, go support Federal Hawking and all the high school teams at the Convo. There's three games on Sunday: two, two o'clock, four o'clock, six o'clock. So, if it the Convo high school games are a great th- experience to experience if you haven't experienced it yet.
1: Yeah, I agree. It looked like a great atmosphere. Um, out there at the convocation center it's kind of the seating it's pretty interesting they don't have the bleachers all the way down to like the floor level like they usually do at the ohio games but i know for the players it's got to feel larger than life to step into the convocation center and to get to play basketball where i'm sure they grew up going to ohio basketball games whenever they've had the opportunity to go to those games so really exciting to see that and it's great for the county because with the radio station we're doing our sports coverage uh, it's usually once every five to 10 years or so we see a big run like this from a team. Of course, we know of the Athens big football run with Joe Burrow going all the way to the state championship as a runner-up, and then now we get to see Federal Hawking make a nice run here in the basketball playoffs, so it's very interesting to see how far some of these teams go, and whenever it happens, you really got to value those moments and Almost appreciated just like it's a holiday, or just like it's something that is rare and will come along every once in a while, especially for Fed Hawk. We know they haven't been back there since 1970, and now they've gotten to do it again. Just talk about that, Federal Hawking being able to put together just a dream season.
2: Yep, so 1970s, 53 years. There's been teams that have gone much longer, not to count on OU football, hasn't won the MAC. In a long, long time, much longer than that. Yeah, nineteen sixty eight, I believe. Yep. And nineteen sixty eight is when last OU football. Fred Hawking just did it yesterday. So it's big moments, especially if it's small community. So these Fred Hawk plays division four. So the more division four on it's more of the rural small community towns. So when you get a team that goes on these playoffs runs. It's like the movies that you see, where all the team get crowd gets behind them, and it goes off, and then you go on, and you have your own movie, even though it's not me, even though it's not a movie at all.
1: Yeah, it almost feels like that picture perfect where the celebration, it looked like it was absolute euphoria for federal hockey. So once again, congratulations to the Lancers and Lancers Nation. I got to see how passionate of a fan base they were last Friday when I was on the call for their game against Manchester, an absolute electric atmosphere in Stewart. And that is a fan base and a team that deserves all the good things that are coming to them we'll take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit of Athens baseball and Athens softball coming up here on the Sports Fan on 970 W-A-T-H.
3: Hey there, I'm Lance Bass, and this is Chip. For more than a hundred years, American Humane has been on the front lines protecting animals in times of crisis. From Pearl Harbor to 9-11, the California wildfires, and the coronavirus pandemic. American Humane Rescue has provided life-saving assistance for animals in virtually every major national disaster. If you're anything like me, your pets mean the world to you. And if disaster strikes, you want to keep them safe. To prepare for an oncoming disaster, ensure your pet has secure and up-to-date identification. And if you must evacuate, remember to take your disaster preparedness kit with you. To learn more about disaster planning and how to keep your best friends safe, please visit AmericanHumane.org.
0: Stay informed about the stock market from Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, weekdays at 5.30 on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. The report follows the news. Raymond James Financial Services Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Ultimate Wealth Strategies is not a broker dealer and is independent of RJFS. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, JK Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at JK be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call JK Contracting at 747-747-747. 440-698-3521 for a free estimate. You're listening to The Sports Fan on 970
1: WATH. Welcome back to The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. March 3rd, one of our first shows of the month of march cedric granger and trevor stevens here in the studio with you talking a little bit of athens baseball and softball and you can listen to all those games here on this station as we will have a lot of coverage especially with the home games and then we will choose most of the league road games and then a couple of other games as well depending on electricity Uh, in the broadcast boost but Trevor just tell me a little bit about Athens baseball and what the outlook is
2: like for this season. Athens is going to be young they're coming off basically a third place finish last year. Megs is the defending champs because they have a pitcher Ethan Stewart who can throw close to 90. He's already committed to play at Ohio University next year so this will be his senior year but Athens is young and they have three or four seniors, but the rest of the roster is going to be underclassmen trying to build up their spot, so it's like a whole mix. They don't know who's playing yet, and this weather is not helping because it's cloudy and rainy the last couple of days and cold, so it's difficult to be on a baseball field trying to figure out who's going to play which position when you can't do it in this. You can in the cold weather, but it's much more difficult.
1: Yeah, especially if you're a younger guy, for example, when you're trying to kind of get incorporated into the program a little bit. Maybe you um, have worked a lot in the offseason to get better at specific skills and you want to try to get into a different position. And right now you're not able to show coaches what your ability is as much when a lot of the practices are kind of the indoor Uh, trying to do fundamentals if they can, and just working on those sort of things. There were some nice days over this past week. However, the weather has kind of turned for the worse in terms of today is make sure to be careful and be on the lookout for potential tornado warnings or just severe thunderstorm and flooding warnings uh, around the area going on this weekend. And even next week, it's supposed to snow next weekend (laughs) as well. So again, up and down we go in the roller coaster of weather in the state of Ohio. But Athens baseball, I enjoyed getting to cover a few games last year, and there's a couple players really exciting to get to see again. Luke Brandis, I haven't gotten to see him uh, because he went and foregone his basketball season to go focus on baseball. He took basketball off
2: to focus on baseball this year. Like you said, when you see the roster, you would know some household names who have played other sports, mostly football into basketball or basketball to baseball. But it's all... It's all around. It's basically in like, multi-sport athletes. It's a whole different topic we can get into, but playing multi-sport in in high school helps you in all sports, even though some coaches don't say that.
1: And there's a lot of players that are football, basketball, baseball guys, or football and baseball guys. Brandis football, baseball. Um, you have Landon Wheatley coming back, I bet, as well. Football, basketball, baseball. Levi Neal. Uh, he was on the Bay Baseball roster last year. Expect him to be on it this year again as well. Uh, so there will definitely be some uh, names very familiar with, and we will see who steps up on the diamond. Now, moving on to softball. Athens, they're in a very good run of things over these last couple of years. Tell me about Athens so softball. Athens softball is
2: basically in their glory days now. So they're coming off back-to-back district finals appearance. They won one. They lost one. Those guys... And they are basically loaded with a bunch of juniors and a few seniors ready to roll through the TVC. That's the one thing. They haven't been able to win the TVC. They have gone second the last two years to ralston has been Ralston and Alexander have been the two dominant teams in softball in the league. So Athens is trying to win the TVC as their first goal before making that run to the district finals again hopefully
1: yeah you can tell that's definitely a big goal being able to compete with those tvc teams and this is why this year we really want to try to cover some of the games this season as well potentially get a couple on the air especially for maybe the wellston series when that's out there i know that most of these series you have teams playing the same teams at the same time yeah. so, so Athens, the thing Alexander. and so the thing with high school in
2: ohio is that baseball and softball play at the same time so if the while you guys are working on your plan it might be that we skip a baseball game to broadcast a softball game just to get them even coverage because i know that's been talked about over the years and we're trying to get both of
1: them more coverage on the airways yeah especially with them being in their glory days it's great to really highlight a team and they've built up a program you have talent and you have a group of hard-working uh players that have put together years of work being on the same team ever since elementary school and if they're in their glory days especially you should be highlighted And even when you're not in your glory days you should be able to be highlighted as well i mean i'm coming from a perspective where i was an athlete that was not on a lot of winning teams and at least in football volleyball we did have some success like the you played men's volleyball. I did play men's volleyball. I know that's yeah. a sponsored sport. Athens doesn't offer that, and many
2: schools down here. The sport that I tend to see down here that is more of bowling. Teams have bowling teams like Logan, Ralston, Witten County, Jackson. All have bowling teams. Well, I know men's volleyball is. Yeah, just coming on especially at an
1: all-boys school there's yeah. uh, more opportunities for different uh, men's sports because we don't have any women's sports to um facilitate so instead of having just only a few men's sports they can probably double the amount so we had like ultimate frisbee there was bowling men's volleyball and a couple other things and it's getting pretty popular around the columbus and dayton area and it's pretty interesting to see how bowling has risen up too and when it comes to no matter how your size of your school, if you're a big school or a small school, I feel like bowling is one where you can have a lot of different schools like face off each other. Even if you have a D1 size school versus almost a D4 size school, as long as you have enough to field your team, it's going to be exciting. But overall, both outlooks for Athens baseball and softball should be very interesting this year. Two teams that finished in the top half of the TVC. Ohio last year and I expect them to do the same as well this year but this will take us to our final break when we come back we'll talk a little bit of Ohio's basketball as the Bobcats are getting ready to take on the Falcons of Bowling Green tonight at the Convocation Center you're listening to a sports fan on 970 (laughs) WATH
0: Integrated Services for Behavioral Health is the preeminent behavioral health organization in Southeast Ohio. It's an organization of over 300 like-minded individuals that provide services to some of the most vulnerable populations
1: believing in the resiliency of the individual. If you provide good services, if you care about the individual and you value communities, you know, the opportunities are endless. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new, sweet, and crispy homestyle French toast sticks.
0: That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Local teams, local opinions, the sports fan on 970 WATH. <laughs>
1: Welcome you back to the final segment of the Sports Fan here this evening. Cedric Granger and Trevor Stevens joining you live from the WATH studios. This, we'll do a quick little recap right there. The Cincinnati Reds in their spring training game. They lost four to six to the White Sox. Again, these are preseason games, so don't matter too much, but you always want to be winning rather than losing. But hope that the Reds learned a lot about their personnel within that match. But let's go to the hardwood we've got the bobcats we got the falcons it is time to close out the men's basketball season i can't believe we've already made it to the final game of the year and the bobcats after their back-to-back losses against miami and kent state they kind of find themselves in a spot where there's not really any upward mobility in terms of the standings but they can fall down if they lose tonight and buffalo and bowling green were to win or buffalo and i should say uh, NIU were to keep moving up then ohio might have to be in the mix for one of the lower seeds but as it stands right now they'd be facing off against ball state and they want to try to have some momentum going into that
2: yep so the miami game was a surprise i know that a lot of people don't like us losing to miami but i would say this the loss to miami would motivate us because a rivalry is better when both teams are winning and even though we won a bunch even though we always want to beat Miami by giving them a game or two it helps keep the rivalry alive and helps keep the rivalry motivated so i was over in oxford for that game uh, it was my first basketball game over there i've been over there for football and some other events but the arena is basically like a concert venue with the basketball court shifted off-center, and then they have an indoor tennis court behind a curtain that they put down in Oxford. That game, we just came out. They were more motivated than past years for the rivalry game, and we just came out not shooting well. We just shot like 30-some percent over there. The Kent State loss was known, or was projected. Kent State was the top two teams in the conference with four games to go if you look at the schedule, Bobcats best could go three and one because it was gonna be hard to beat Kent State. They did play them very competitively, but they gave up the lead late in that game to f- and fell to Kent State last week. Tonight is Cena night, it's green out, so if you're going to the game, it really green, it's an eight o'clock tip over on Power 105, Sp- tickets are available at walk-ups or online. So get your tickets and come, sh- come support the Bobcats tonight. BG is basically bottom of the league, yeah. battling with Miami for that last place. They're right there in the mix, though. If they Miami, uh... here's Cedric. Here's the thing: Miami wins the end as the 8th seed, and they and got Buffalo th- though. Buffalo's
1: not an easy opponent.
2: Yep, and then we're the five seed. I don't think. Based on my, because we have tie it over NIU, and the, the gap is too big to make up, since tonight's the last, we- last day of the regular season for all teams
1: yeah the only way that it wouldn't work i guess buffalo i'm pretty sure ohio would win due to common opponents but yeah Mm. buffalo could make it a three-way tie and i know some three-way tie scenarios sometimes get wonky but overall ohio if they can take care of business at home they should be good ohio is 13 and 1 at home and when we talk about just such a dominant home stretch this year football undefeated at peden stadium on Frank Solich Field. Iowa State <laughs> comes to in this fall. Ooh, that's going to be exciting. S- yeah. And Miami's on a Saturday. So five
2: Saturday home games for the Bobcats. Iowa State from the Big 12 Conference is coming into in And people are excited. The sk- schedule is out, and it's very winnable. And Bobcats don't have to play back-to-back road games at all.
1: Yeah, how awesome is that? Yeah, we're talking a little bit about the Ohio football schedule as we get into the last couple minutes of our show. I mean, talk about an ideal schedule, but also some tough outs. I mean, Iowa State at home is going to be tricky. That is a team that... Uh, Took it to the Bobcats last year. We also have San Diego State as a week zero game. That's a very tough. Brady Hope, the former Michigan coach, is San Diego State's head
2: coach. so He can be tricky.
1: Yep, group of five powerhouse in San Diego State on the road. Should be a nice travel spot, though, for uh, OU as well. And speaking of travel, I uh, see you have a jacket rocking the uh, Barstool Arizona Bowl, the bowl that the Bobcats just won this past year uh, on your jacket.
2: Yep. So Bobcats are coming off a bowl of f- a ten win season, and an Arizona Bowl victory, which is the sixth win in school history in bowl games for the Bobcats. But they did it in walk off overtime catch. I think it was Foster. If I remember right, made the yep, overhead catch, from catch to win it in overtime. In in the desert in Arizona,
1: so it was pretty cool. Yeah, man. You've gotten some really good Bobcat uh, sports experiences over the year, of course. uh, Trevor, the son of Michael Stevens, one of the leaders over there in the Ohio Athletic Department. Uh, And Trevor being around sports as well, creating a great career for himself trevor thank you for joining us today and this evening and hope to have you on the show again and we know we'll be excited to be working with you all throughout the baseball and softball season yep. with athens we're what-
2: very excited over at athens to have w-a-t-h-s on again broadcasting our games football basketball baseball and softball this year so stay tuned
1: yep we're gonna keep mixing it on up but once again thank you for listening to the sports fan here on 970 wath we'll be back next week with some of the top topics from the weekend thank you for listening
0: In our 73rd year serving Southeastern Ohio, thank you for listening to 970 WATH and 97.3 FM.